Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How long gone? Uh, back in the motherfucking building. Um, we're, we're still getting back into the groove here. Thank God we have a guest today to kind of, you know, keep us on track. Um, <laughs> I'm always on track. Jason's been hitting the weight bench over there in Glendale. He said he's a little worn out. Is it just because you took so much time off that your body's not used to this sort of exertion? Yeah, it is. I think that's the main reason is I went two weeks without exercising one single bit and uh, <laughs> getting drunk and eating food. Just eating bread for no reason, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I am. It's a little bit of a guilt pump, but also you know the best part of of taking a break and and like having a life reset is getting you know excited and motivated to do whatever it is you want to do, whatever that you know could be fitness or diet or work or kids or play or whatever it is you mm-hmm. know. So I'm 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 coming at the gym like you know what, maybe I need to bulk up and put on some some muscle some mass you know tr- what what like if you do the same thing over and over again you're insane so i'm i'm going to try to switch it up and just see if i can fill out this bird chest turn it into more of a, a turkey Wow. turkey breast <laughs> chest instead of a if i'm going to be bird chest let's get a big one you know what i mean uh, okay so you okay you're going from pigeon to to turkey in the bird exactly. hierarchy okay this is good uh-huh. I li- okay i like this i've never heard of a turkey chest before this might be a them jeans original that's right off the dome usually turkey is used to describe something negative but once again jason has flipped a word on his head. He's represented. He's repositioned it, and now it's it's a positive. I'm a culinary guy. It's a it's a positive. It's a positive. Speaking of culinary, I went to yet another um, New York TikTok hotspot restaurant last Jesus, night. Jesus, bro. I know. I've I've been I've been living the exact opposite life. I've been like a full shut in, like not even answering the phone for the last week as my fragile body is is healing. And you're out there painting the town red. I like it. So you went to another TikTok place where they do It was the four it was four Charles Matcha Pokey? No, four Charles, the prime rib uh establishment that is uh, okay, that yeah. um is uh it's like eight tables. It's very small, very charming. Um wow. I wasn't look, I was like, Yeah, this will be good, sure. You know what I mean? I'm sure all these places are fucking good, you know. Um, but this was uh very good. <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn, okay. I see why people eat here at eleven o'clock at night because that's the only table they can get. Obviously, we there's, ha- there's a there's like a steakhouse kind of spot. Yeah, it's a prime rib. It's a prime rib place, but they had they had uh, they had a delicious salad. Obviously, all the raw bar uh, and accoutrement. We had some delicious caviar with actual ruffles. 
Um, and I, I, I thought, oh, okay. I thought I heard the guy say they were hand picked potato chips, and then I tasted it. I'm like, bitch, this is a ruffle. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no it's, it's ruffles, it's ruffles. <laughs> yeah, I like you. You could blur the lines with hand picked. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You know, we did use our hands to <laughs> yeah. open the bag of ruffles. That's what and I put said. I was like, plate. you hand picked these from the fucking bodega. I don't think you hand picked. But the, uh, but yeah, it was actually it was delicious. But I didn't have any of the. I was with uh, the bear guys, Chris uh, Cooper um at josh and then and then dylan from the uh kenny beats universe joined us as well so it was me and all, all, oh, all, okay, the, all the guys he was in town so um they all had like the crazy burger with the egg and the bacon and the french dip sandwich and, and all of that stuff mm-hmm. and uh everybody it was it was just really good i was i was really impressed the service was amazing um and they do cut the burger table side they, they chop up a pickle they lay down four plates for the four guys. Okay. They chop up a pickle, put a single pickle chunk on each place. What? Then they pierce the they pierce the yolk of the egg mm. so it begins to run. Then put put the burger put the bun on with the bleeding yolk. Mm-hmm. Then cut the cut the burger into fours. Place eat a fourth on each plate, and then everyone digs in. They're all like, "Holy shit, this is fucked up." And I, I guess the thing is, the burger is so deliciously rich that you only need a quarter. Like finishing one would be gluttonous, would be insane if you that's, had a whole burger. That's alone. where I, my my next question was going to go. What's up with only having a quarter? But if they really think so, I mean, I I like that level of uh, prescription of of portion prescription. I restraint. Guess. It's restraint. Well, it's it's, it's restraint. not restraint. It's it's the chef being like, this is too powerful. They're not going to be able to handle it. You know, it's like I'm not going to put all the fentanyl. In this Coke, just enough sure. we're gonna to make sp- them feel it yummy. <laughs> yummy. <laughs> we're going to split this fentanyl up into a whole eight ball. We're not going to put it into one bag. Yeah. One gram doesn't need all the fent. No. Yeah, okay. So that sounds interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that you liked it, and I'm glad you were able to go to a prime rib joint as a vegan person and, and still have yummy. Well, this is what I tell this is what this is what I tell people all the time, though. I find that steakhouses are, are really good for pescatarian vegetarian. I mean, it's like I had a piece of fish. All the sides are fucking amazing. Because like, these guys, their wives got to eat something. Something. Their wives and Chris Black gotta eat something when they yeah, go to these joints. Exactly. Yeah. And also, I, th- I think the reason, the real reason why you you seem to s- the to kind of swim in the in the steakhouse seas with ease, it's a, it's an American menu at the end of the day, right? God, goddamn right. Yeah. That that. Oh, baby. This ain't no communist ass meal. No, this wasn't a commie feast. But there was a twi- <laughs> there was a twist, Jason, that I wanted to talk about that I like, Cooper saw it in my face where I, like my face dropped because this is like an impossible table to get it's 7 30 we walk up they're like oh yeah of course you guys right this way and they walk us to the shed uh, no, the, the the outdoor dining shed the outdoor dining shed and i'm like i thought you guys had juice you know the bear the new season comes out <laughs> like what's going what's going on i'm literally looking at cooper like i thought you had juice bitch like what's the deal you think you think you know a group of fellas you think you know you these guys that- these guys would be above a these shed. Good-looking, successful Hollywood types. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, you know, blackberry throwers. And then we get in there, and Jason, this was the nicest. This was an an ADU level dining facility. I was blown away. Like I couldn't believe how well done it was. Wow. Like it was like fully finished. They had AC. They had AC wallpaper, full booth banquettes. Okay. In this thing, and, and how. 
how visible from the street like can people is it closed air or is it open air can people spit on you no fully closed it was it was literally like being in an apartment like i was so impressed like they must have spent two hundred fifty thousand dollars on this like no kidding it was insane it was insane it was so nice so i sat down and i was like you know what i'm gonna give this a chance and then 10 minutes in i was like this might be the actual restaurant is so small this might actually be better this might this might actually like it's that nice it's that well done. So even though I want to say tear down all the shanties for Charles, your shanty can stay. <laughs> well, it sounds like this shanty is nicer than most of our listeners' homes. So we maybe <laughs> yeah, calling definitely. it a shanty is the wrong word for it. No, it's disrespectful. But I was I was honestly I was like, damn, okay, this really worked out. Like the meal was good, the company was good, and something that would normally upset me to no end was actually quite nice, spacious, comfortable, and the temperature was well maintained. I mean, it's the last episode I said we take two weeks off, and and Chris goes Antifa. And now, I mean, there's a lot of leaves that are being turned I, look, with you. And it's, I mean, as as the person who is sort of the 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 yin to your yang or the, the black to your white or whatever, the white to your black, I should say, you know, I've, I can't help but starting to start to feel like I'm, I've turned you a little soft or a little nicer or is it just you're hanging out with richer people and they're showing you that life isn't so bad? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with option two. Let's go with option two. Uh, I'm still, yeah. don't worry. I'm still mad. I'm still mad, Jason. I mean, there's plenty of stuff that gets me worked up every day. I just think that like a situation like this where things are full. I just don't of- want you to lose your fastball. That's all. No, I would, I would never, I would never lose my fastball. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's absolutely, there's absolutely I got mouse no to feed now. Okay. I'm a married man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Don't worry. I'll never lose my fastball if you want to bring up something that makes me mad feel free i'm happy to go off for a a tight five on you know whatever we need to do i you know i'm open okay i have one i I have one idea let's talk about let's talk about gift registry weddings baby showers things like that oh are you talking about what poor people do because they don't want to buy this stuff for themselves go ahead (laughs) yeah what what is the difference between between the gofundme and and the registry um no 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 i'm kidding registries are unfortunately necessary evil and another thing that men are of course forced to do are they are they necessary though is the question it's, I think they're helpful they're not ne- to some no, people who really need things. They're not necessary. Like, I wouldn't give you a wedding gift. My gift was my presence. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand the practicality of it. You need to have certain things when you when you, when you you get married or have well, a kid. I and the, I think it's also an antiquated thing when you would get married at 21. And you, I need yeah, my blender I and I need you know, knives and forks and bowls and stuff. But, you know, when people are kind of older... And interesting, I think, you know, Chris, your your love language is gift giving and it's sort of, you know, it's taking the training wheels uh, and putting them on the bicycle as you're riding the Tour de France. You're like, I don't like this. I, I, I can do it on my own. It's insulting to it's be insu- like, here, it's insulting. I need you to buy me diapers. It's insulting, but it's also like, I think it's, it's the, the problem is, Jason, most people's love language is not gift giving. And if you don't give them a link to click on with the plates you want, they're going to get you some garbage you don't want. So I, although I don't think most people, yeah, but I've never, but if you don't ask for anything, yeah, I mean, then who cares? Well, most people, that that is the thing. I think I think the registry came to prominence when people were getting married, like you said, at twenty two, and had never like lived in a house alone mm-hmm. and needed all the stuff that came with it. Now, as we're older. Yeah. Like what do you, I mean? Unless you're giving me a handful of cash, 
I'm I'm kind of all set. Yeah. You know, like I'm kind of all set. And even then. Yeah. But if don't you have a lot of cool, interesting friends who are going to be like, hey, I really thought you would love this book or I got you this thingy or, you know, something beyond just the diptyque. But yeah. you know, a, a thoughtful gift is really special yeah. and, and interesting. Agreed. And I think I think if you have a destination wedding, the thoughtful gift, once again, is is <laughs> kind of us making it there and kind of showing our love to you guys as a couple. So if you are you fishing for a gift right now? No, I'm not fishing for a gift. It's just you know <laughs> having we as you know we did not have a registry. Uh, yeah, don't have enough whatever it is chutzpah self esteem to ask people for things. That's a little crazy. Um, uh, but we no, it was just something that I was thinking about recently. Obviously, you know, registries on the brain as as I just got married, but. I, I was wondering, you know, there's like all these curbier enthusiasm kind of Larry David moments where he'll he'll take a stance on something and just be like, no, I just I just don't do that. Is it possible to be like, I'm never going to buy you anything from the registry? I'm just either going to get you nothing or I'm going to get you something that. Oh, definitely. I yeah, definitely. That you that should have. Is, is it possible to just be like a straight up refuser? Yeah. Oh, of for the sure. Registry? For sure. I mean, I, I probably I feel like I will buy stuff off the registry if it's like baby related because I obviously have no interest and don't care. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, whatever. If you want to fucking. OK, sure. There's only Here's so a rattle, many Chief. Tiffany rattles you can get, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But if it's a, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think it's like I think it depends on the person. Like if you know your friend is a no taste having middle of the road ass bitch, <laughs> then you gotta get you gotta get them what's on the registry. If you know the friend has the registry because their chick made them do it, and you know that you could do something mm -hmm. a little better, you know, then I think it's a, I think it's a risk worth taking, especially in this situation because yeah. the idea is you're getting so many gifts, it's like overwhelming. So maybe the one, maybe, maybe you're the one that breaks the mold by going off script. It's look like everything else, Jason. It's a calculated risk, and sometimes we gotta take them. Yeah, I mean the problem is it's something I truly don't care about whatsoever. But it's it's all it just bugs me. I don't know. There's something about about the registry that bugs me. It just takes all the it's 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 you know it's fucking with the condom yeah but you have to but i think that but i think the registry is mostly for like your uncle yeah you know it's like for the rich it's like for your rich aunt who would get you something you don't want but the monetary value would be so high that it would upset you <laughs> so you have to give them you have to give them <laughs> some bumpers some bumpers because it's like i want mm. baccarat champagne flutes because i know you got bread if i put them on here you will buy those and it, otherwise, like you might get me something I really don't want. And then because, you know, the worst thing in the world is returning something. Mm -hmm. I don't return things. I take the L. I take yeah. the L half the time. I have a pair of pants right here I need to return. It's not going to happen. I know it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to give them to a friend because I know I'm not going to do it. I just know it's not going to happen. And I pretend to do it. I get the I get the return label from Essence. I, I have it on my computer, but I'm not going to go to FedEx. I'm not going to print it out. I'm not going to put it in a box. <laughs> it's not. It's just not going to happen. So I'll give these pants to Kobe. He'll get them tailored and look great on him and that that's just what that you know it's it's a similar I know. my my favorite it's a similar favorite kind of thing chris black mode in that same realm is is just the throw it straight into the trash can thing instead of giving it to a friend or whatever because that can often take as much burn as oh, many yeah. calories as it takes to yeah effort yeah 
return it to give it to a friend. I bought this great REM shirt online that, uh, that I really wanted. The color was amazing. It was so cool. It got here, and I was like, oh, it doesn't fit. It says it's an XL. It's not a fucking XL. They lied to me. The vintage T-shirt sellers lied to me. Mm-hmm. I give it to Kobe. Kobe takes it, gets it hemmed so it fits him perfectly, mm-hmm. and then, you know, that's, wor- that's worth $100 to me. I want to see my friends happy. Yeah. That's totally fine. Yeah. You know, I, I would rather I would rather do that than be like, oh, I got to go and grail and see if I can get $50 back. Don't live like that. Don't live like Don't that. Don't live like that. Damn. Don't live like that. We have a guest today. Um legendary uh professional skateboarder uh from california kevin spanky long uh who you guys have probably watched um he's been a professional for for a very long time Mm -hmm. um from uh the baker days america all all of the all of the big sponsors over the years he's also um, an artist and i I believe he works at baker now kind of as like an art director Mm -hmm. um but like uh, he's he's kind of done it all, and I, I mean I watched him growing up, and I think he's kind of an interesting case because he was like a lunatic party animal skateboarder that was really really insanely good, and now he's like a dad Highland Park skateboarder who's just mm-hmm. as good, but a lot older a lot older, which I think <laughs> is really tough because I, I mean he's put his body through a lot. Um, so I'm going to talk to him about his kind of rehab program, mm. um, and, and just see how the, how the knees are feeling after all those, you know, uh, board slides at Hollywood high. Yeah. The only question I had on, on my, on my notes was what, what's, how are your knees as well? So we are sort of in sync. <laughs> this is unfortunately an old guy's rule episode of how long gone <laughs> we're going where this is our, this is our kind of series old guys rule that we kind of, we dip into this from time to time. Um, but yeah, and, and yeah. Thank you to a uh, friend of the show, Whitmer Thomas, for for putting us together because I've been wanting to talk to Spanky for a while. And him and uh, Spanky, it's like a, it's kind of like a Make a Wish Foundation thing. He lets Whitmer skate with him, <laughs> you know, because Whitmer Whitmer's good for a civilian, but Whitmer gets to skate with all these pros because he's cool and funny. Yeah. Um, and I I think that's a that's a really nice thing for these guys to do. Yeah, man, it's it's a great little transaction. And also, quickly before he uh, he hops on, we. Uh, we should not have put the flyer for our show at the Carlisle on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> we apologize for that. But if we have not written you back to the DMs of asking me, how do I get an invite? Why haven't I been invited? Can I get an invite? Um, it's it, it's a small show that we're just kind of doing a little promo thing for friends and family. So if you did not get invited, don't, don't feel too bad because it's very limited capacity. It's not really a thing that we're doing for money or anything like that. It's just like, a cool opportunity to do the Carlisle, but we're going to be doing an actual proper show in New York uh, later in the year. So don't worry. Don't be angry. A lot of people are angry. Are they? Um, yeah, I'm, I've, I've gotten a lot of angry. Angry? DMs. What are you angry about? Like what? We can't do something we want to do. Like what's there to be angry about? No, well, people, people are mad that, that like, you know, Hey, how come like I can go see you in Toronto or Atlanta or Chicago and pay a ticket, but when you come to New York, I can't come see you. It has to, you know, it has to be some guest list only bullshit or whatever. So to those people, um, yeah, we're, we'll be doing a regular show later on this year. Don't worry. You can, you'll. There's plenty of opportunities for you to give me money. Well, also, I just want to point out that it, let me welcome to the business and how this works, guys. You know that this is just sometimes you do things and sometimes you do other things. So leave Jason alone. <laughs> um, that's my that's my that's my final word on this. Um, all right, I will uh, let let's uh, let's give Ke- let's give Kevin a jingle. Okay. Hey, Jason, we all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on. 
you're eating at restaurants you don't want to eat at all the time to appease myself and others. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to your health, health, there's no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who used your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines, their family group chat, their crossword puzzles, just because they're available right now or because they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance. So literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors very close to you and instantly book appointments with them online. Just like when I'm looking for new shoes on my sites, you can filter specifically, see which doctors take your insurance located near you, maybe find a doctor that's far away from you for personal reasons you don't want to disclose. I use ZocDoc, and you should too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash howlong and download ZocDoc for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash howlong. ZocDoc.com slash howlong. How Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, Uh oh. and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth suppy with over one million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair. With considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG, all one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com promo code how long. Uh, Kevin, what's up, bro? How are you? What's up, guys? Good to see you. Are you a Highland Park guy? I am a Highland Park guy. That's an interesting choice, Kevin. You want to explain yourself? What's going on? Why don't you have a pool in Studio City, bro? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Had to go basic on him. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's not. Ba- I mean, Highland Park, Studio City is basic. Highland Park is is more advanced, I would say. But Highland Park's the new basic. <laughs> Your words, not mine. Yeah. What? Where are you at? Uh, I'm in Manhattan right now, but uh, West Hollywood. Um, but Jason's nice. in Glendale. Yeah, Highland Highland Park. I'm I'm like fitting in with all the like young parents. Not that I'm young, but it's like, you know, people, people trying to keep keep the dream alive, but they have to. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's actually a really good description of Highland Park residents. Yeah, it's yeah. like keeping the dream alive, but still have kids. Yeah, like you want to be you want to be in the city, but you want to be like close to the Montessori school. Yeah, <laughs> sure, this is sure, I forgot that that yeah, still happens because in Glendale, it's like where you want to go to have kids and give up. Yeah, which is which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but I don't have kids, but. 
yeah, Highland Park, everyone is still kind of holding on, you know? Yeah. The band still might get signed to Sub Pop. Yeah, yeah. The, the book might get written, you know? Yeah. No, we practice, we like practice once a week still. Like, there, I mean, it, it's like, it could happen. Yeah. Like, it's not crazy. It's not crazy. Yeah. <laughs> the new stuff is sounding really good. <laughs> the new stuff is actually pretty sick. Like, uh, do you, did you, but I imagine you lived in Hollywood for a long time. You got your fill of that, I assume. Dude, yeah. I was West Hollywood for like fucking so long, like 16 years or something. How West are we talking, Kevin? Uh, like I was I was walking distance from the Fairfax like mayhem <laughs> for mo- most of my adult life. It's funny you say that, Kevin. I'm, all, I'm currently walking distance from the Fairfax mayhem, although the mayhem has turned into more of... Uh, I don't know if I would call it mayhem anymore. Maybe. Yeah. It's 13-year-olds and their moms. Yeah, it's 13-year-olds waiting for Doll's Kill to like get in to buy a, <laughs> a black like skirt. Yeah, that's... You know, it's not really quite quite the same That's chaos. so kevin back back in the hollywood days this was when this was like kind of mid 2000s when everyone was like we're we're kind of all around the same age and i was throwing parties back then yeah that was sort of like the peak of of everyone kind of raging i remember you you guys did you guys have a house that was kind of by like cafe 101 or there was like a skate house over there oh yeah the the hellrose house i never lived there but definitely okay we probably ended up at some smelly parties there i feel like you i why 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 do skateboarders insist on living 10 to a house is that a financial decision or is that we just like each other that much <laughs> i don't know i think i don't <laughs> I think I feel like it's got to be a little bit of both, right? I, I, yeah, I mean, it feels I just, like the van or something. They're like, yeah, they don't. They yeah. think maybe if there's ten of them, one will take out the trash. Yeah, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. The house just, is just a big van that doesn't move. <laughs> yeah, if you're a skater, I just—it's crazy. Yeah. I don't have to change the oil on this house. It's so sick. Yeah, but I, I just—I—I I think that like because I—I I mean, bands. Obviously, it's a very similar situation. Like bands are in a van, they're touring. It's the same idea. There's nothing bands want to do more than get away from each other when they get off tour they all live separately they might live in different states just for that reason you know but i feel like for whatever reason like at least from my understanding there's a point in every skater's life where he lives with 10 guys and there's somebody living on the couch for a five-year period minimum yeah part of that instinct to like go away when you're done with tour is like being a (laughs) grown-up and a lot of of (laughs) Either either actual kids living together, like in my case, Mm -hmm. when I was living in skate houses, or they're just like, you know, suspended in that Mm -hmm. for a while. But yeah, I actually lived in some places in Hollywood, like a a couple of places that where where like the shoe sponsor paid the rent, if not all of it, most of it, and then so that was just like that is, which is not. I'm not trying to brag because it was not cool. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't sick, bro. No, the house. E America dropped thirteen fifty a month, yeah. man. It was fucking lit. No, like, we did have a kind of a rodent problem, but it was all paid for. So I mean, you know, it's, yeah. it's kind of it was good. It's fine. But I, I think when you're in a band, it's like you really need all everyone. And when you're a skater, like you have your teams and your crews and your bros, but it's still a singular thing that you have to do by yourself. So maybe you don't necessarily need as much alone time, and you kind of need to be around other people. So you can, they can be like, "Hey, you, you should do this, and you should do that, and motivate this shirt is stupid, and you no, know, just, just to have a group of peers that can be like, "Hey, we, this trick is dumb. Now we don't do it. This, <laughs> sure, this brand, sure, you know, sure. just yeah. you gotta, you gotta 
and you guys got to like bullshit and gossip with each other about all the latest yeah skate tea mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> do I mean, you have any skate tea for us <laughs> no i mean that is that is true though i guess that i guess that's a thing because i i equate i mean skateboarding is kind of like tennis or golf or something where it's like you're with other people but it's kind of like i i'm sure it gets competitive even though people don't want to talk about it getting yeah. competitive. yeah i'm sure i mean it just depends different pockets of skating you know it's different but 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 to your point like for for such an individualist activity like everyone is is just like relying on everyone around them for fucking what pants they wear what tricks they do whatever everything you know it's yeah like, yeah yeah it's a trend bait i mean you, like, get, you know yeah like anything else it's like a little bit of like a trend thing even among like friend groups you know it's like all right we're all wearing these pants right now yeah for whatever reason that's the look yeah especially in skating because you can like it's it's much more inclusive now obviously but like the out of all the, the things that i'm aware of you can you can be written off for the the most like arbitrary seeming things that's what i love about skateboarding is that it's so <laughs> yeah it's like this guy's a fucking clown it's like why it's like oh he look at those pants dude like look at this fucking yeah. guy's haircut <laughs> like that's how the you look at his arms look at his <laughs> the way his arms are <laughs> you look skate, at the way like, like like the way god made his arms or the way he uses his arms when he's doing a a, a cool trick yeah like if you don't skate you're like oh, yeah what like his arms yeah, yeah look at his arms his it's arms not, are all disgusting look at bob birdquist's arms it's, this is a, a yeah atrocity he's got good arms that's a joke okay. bob bob for the record does have good arms. let me be l- let me be clear <laughs> <laughs> I think there is some there is there is truth to that because that's how it is with tennis for sure. You'll see somebody and they they to me they look like a fucking monster. And then I talk to some expert and he's like, oh man, I mean his feet, he wasn't moving it, he wasn't, <laughs> it was just all wrong. Yeah. I'm like, really? But he won he won the fucking point. Like, what does it matter? It's like, yeah, but you gotta, you know, and it's very similar. I'm sure like landing the trick isn't good enough all the time. Yeah. For sure, you got to put the sauce on it. Got to put the sauce. On I'm it. I'm, th- I'm sitting here thinking we're exceptional, but <laughs> most of these tennis players are probably doing the same thing. <laughs> Except for in skating, you you're you can be like, what's great about it too is you can be kind of penalized for being too good. <laughs> like uh. because like if you do like SLS and wear Nike shorts, it's like not cool, but you're so, you're killing. Yeah, or just certain, and I'm and I'm just saying like certain certain. Uh, pockets will just kind of write you off because what you're doing is um, not relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. you're too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, okay. fuck this guy. Which is great for my career. <laughs> Fantastic. Like it's worked out really well for me. I've been doing this a long time. Yeah, but I know what you mean. It's like it's it's almost like but I mean I think that's what's so interesting about any any sport, but skateboarding particularly as like a bystander even as someone who did it for fun when I was a kid was never good, but follow it and have friends that do it. The trends are very real, even as far as like tricks go and like style goes. Like when we were, I'm 40, you're growing up, everybody's wearing big pants and doing like, you know, big, big stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all big. Mm-hmm. It's like the biggest rail. It's the biggest drop in. And now it's like guys with fucking their hair parted down the middle in Dickies doing like stuff on curbs. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's like that. It's, completely and it's they're both cool but it's funny that that to me those couldn't be more opposite really Mm -hmm. but like that's how far it's gone in my lifetime Mm -hmm. yeah i think part of that though is is that that it's gone it's now it's gone so big and technical and far and um it's like a pushback to that 
mm-hmm. the Olympics, yeah. all yeah. that shit. Oh, know? it's like a re- it's like a rejection of that. Yeah. Basically, it's like we're gonna we're gonna go sit in a parking lot like we're fourteen. Yeah, yeah. But then there's all these like now there's just all these. Diff- there's a place for everyone. There's different yeah. different pockets for everyone. Yeah. Did you skate too, Jason? No, I did not skate. I was more of a BMX bro, but I grew up. Um, like a block away from Beagle, so no I used to I used to like film film Beagle instead of wow. the other way around. But like, yeah, Sick. when we were like thirteen, we would like skate curbs together. Wow. But but that's about it. In Huntington, yeah, in Huntington. No, oh, yeah, I, I went to Huntington High School like during w- during the time when they had the skate park there, and every day at lunch it was just Jeff Rowley and and Ed and all those people just like selling decks out of their car and. It was it was a great moment. My brother would like cat sit for for Ed all the time. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> we're very we're very involved in the in the in the HB skate world, without ever skating or ever be like. I went to Ocean View. I mean, sorry, I went to Golden View, Mesa View, and Huntington High School. That's sick. I um, it makes me laugh that Huntington Beach was such like the fucking mecca to be at yeah. in, the, in that <laughs> time and then you go, you go there right now no offense to you but no no don't do it. it's fucking <laughs> what are you about to say crazy. i don't know what you're talking right. about kevin it's a crazy place <laughs> no we, don't we do talk that, about it all the time don't do that i mean like like half the schools i went to are like levels on tony hawk and now half the schools i went to are like Fox News yeah. locations, you know what I mean? Yeah, places change. I, I, but weird. I always found it. I think that's so interesting too, because Huntington Beach is like a suburb that's like an hour away from LA too. It's like it's you, it, it's kind mm-hmm. like it's not close to anything. So I guess it's kind of just its own thing, and maybe that's why it became that. Like people live there, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like hundreds of thousands of people live there. It's a pretty big city. No, no, I don't mean I don't I don't mean like residents. I mean like <laughs> if I'm a 25-year-old professional skateboarder in that yeah. era, oh. am I living in Huntington Beach cuz it's like that hot? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, dude. there's That's there's crazy. still chillers there, but there's there's a lot of non-chillers <laughs> there too. <laughs> yeah, you're moving from like Florida or Brazil or wherever, and you're going straight to an apartment with uh-huh. carpet and on in Huntington. Oh yeah, you're on you're on Golden West, which is a great. I mean, look, that's a great place for a lot of people, but it's a funny place to just end up. You know, it's very it's very like. <laughs> that's what I mean to be like. I'm the best. I'm the best kid from Florida. I'm the best skateboarder. I'm I'm getting sponsored. I'm moving mm-hmm. to Huntington Beach. I guess it's better than Florida, you know, for career purposes. Meanwhile, every single day I looked at the calendar and, and asked God, Jesus himself, when will I be taken away from this place and, and brought to a place where they know who Blonde Redhead is and I can hang out with indie <laughs> chicks, you know, but... But during that same time when I was growing up and, and skating was so huge in, in you know early 2000s, late 90s, that was also when UFC was blasting off oh. and Huntington Beach was the mecca for every ultimate fighter Whoa. because there was all like the... There was like the Tank Abbott like street fighting like bros who were like look like Bradley from Sublime but were like brawlers and then every Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy set up their fucking studios in Huntington Beach. Wow. I have no idea why. So Huntington Beach was the hotbed for all kinds of alternative sports is what you're saying. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I didn't I, I did not know I didn't know that. I had no idea. As well as Nazis. Sure. But that came I feel like that came later, you know? It's the weather's so nice, you know. What are you gonna do? 
uh, <laughs> Kevin, Jason, and I were really interested in talking about your body. If you don't mind, <laughs> let's let's talk about it. Just, just, <laughs> I, 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 I guess that I've seen. You got knees that don't quit, Kevin. You got a knee. No, I just, I think that like for a while during COVID, I was going to the undefeated gym that's in Silver Lake, and there would be there was a group of skaters that would be there like doing rehab and like working out and like taking care of their body, which I'm sure you were not doing until five years ago 10 years ago like when did you start to realize like i can't keep doing this without some maintenance yeah probably about 10 years ago but the the maintenance has kind of changed over over that time but i was <clears throat> let's see at like 27 or about 10 years ago i was like yeah i'm, I'm done like i was like retired <laughs> i was checked <laughs> And I was like, it's, it's been going downhill for a really long time. And now it's just like not going. I've done it. I'm good. I'm done here. I'm, yeah. I was like, you threw in the hat. Yeah. And then with it, without like making this an AA meeting, like I've had to make a, a lot of fucking changes. And then it just, and then, and, and doing all that sure, sure. stuff. Uh, yeah. Like it like changed my relationship to my body when I stopped like, raging every single day of my life i mean no that happened that happened to me too i'm sober too and the same thing happened like as soon as you, you're like well i've got a lot of time i need to feel something for the love of god i don't so want to play me, poker like, what am i gonna do yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't want to play if i have to play poker with nate walton i'd rather go to the gym so i think i'm, I'm just gonna i'm just gonna do that but but no i yeah. think that that it really is like a th but I, I it must be a lot different for you when you're somebody who's like You've had you have a different relationship to your body because you've been like an athlete, basically. So it's a very different. Thing. Yeah, but I've, but even even like in that period, I've, I was so used to for so long treating my body or like in a way trying to just ignore my body because even mm. as a kid, it was just in constantly in pain. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I, I had to like so like I was like ignoring my body for that, and then also just like dumping everything in that I could find sure, for, sure, ten, sure, sure. for ten years straight every day, and then so like once I kind of had a reset, I had to I can look back on it now, but but at the time I wasn't sure. really aware of this, but I was like trying to figure out how to like use my body again yeah and but anyway i just started skate i just started skating like crazy like you're saying you had all this energy and yeah put it into sk skating and then, and then it like recovered pretty quickly because it was just like atrophy like it was all fucked up <laughs> because i wasn't using it and i was so out of shape so like yeah. if your body's all fucked up and then you get in shape you can kind of use it again so you're saying you basically you got sober and you were like fuck it i'm gonna go absolutely crazy and you just started skate. You started skating all the time, but it felt different because you're like able to recover. Yeah, and like even though skateboarding, like it's really abrasive on your body, but it also is like I guess a pretty great. It's like can be a pretty intense workout. It's great cardio. Great cardio. Great cardio. Yeah. Great cardio. So if you're if you're like um, if you're like transferring full blown like. Drug addiction and alcohol, like <laughs> like new like new stuff into like straight into your skating, you like feel like a kid again. You're gonna get in like crazy shape, and yeah, I was yeah. um, and so yeah, I got I just was like, oh, I felt so much better because I my I had muscles again in my legs and. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea. Wow. Of you, you acted like you were walking around like you couldn't walk. You had lost all muscle in your legs, dude. I was, <laughs> I was so like. A tin man, <laughs> but like a little grandma. I, 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 I mean, <laughs> but why do you think 
I mean, I, I think it's similar with the the music business a little bit and, and our age group where we live through the thing where like partying was part of the deal. Like it was like that was what was cool. It's like if you are into music, mm -hmm. you're in you're in a band, whatever, you do coke, you drink vodka sodas, you stay out late. That's like what you do, you know. You gotta be a bad boy. You gotta be a bad boy. And obviously you were part of that with skating, it was very similar. But I just I don't think that mm -hmm. I, that is not the case anymore. It's like completely shifted where that's like not cool, at least from what I'm seeing. Which is I never Some thought woke I, bullshit, bro. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I never thought I would see the day where like a musician's like talking about taking they can't go on tour because of their mental health it's like do some coke and get out there bro what's the problem <laughs> but this is where we're at and i just i don't i think society has completely changed in, in it i didn't think i would see the day i guess is what i'm trying to is, say yeah has the space gotten too safe yeah i mean the, the, once there's like any bit of uh, mental health check-in you can maybe like maybe you just need like one one little bit of information to not like blast into oblivion for all of your 20s <laughs> yeah sure sure i mean i i just <laughs> I, I just think that i glorify it i i can relate it to music because it was like everyone i ever liked like they part they pushed it that was the whole thing it was like i fucking, the wheels I'm, fall I'm off. a lunatic yeah, yeah i'm a fucking lunatic like this is that's why i'm so good you, you know what i mean yeah yeah and i think I guess it was it was harder for me to understand with skateboarding because it's so physical. So I was like, I guess it's, but I, what you're saying is it's partly to like numb the pain because your body feels so bad. Yeah, and just turning yourself into a cockroach. You're just like, <laughs> you're just like all around resilience. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can like like roll your body downstairs over and over with not much reward to anyone else in the out, outside world you're also likely gonna be able to stay up for three nights and and like you know i never thought about the the cockroach me neither ab comparison but it makes a lot of sense i mean you really have to do, set up your body mentally and physically to just truly take a beating like be stepped on by fucking god every day and and do it all over again because that's the only way. Yeah, and do the same and do yeah. the same thing over and over. That's really like detrimental to your whole life. But <laughs> I know, but that's what's but that's just always what's it. cool about it, man. Yeah, that's just that's great. That, that is that sacrificing cool your body part has always been what's you know I guess admiral might not be the perfect word for it, but that's just what's always been like when you're a kid watching somebody do it and fall down a set of stairs fifty times. You're like. Like this person's an idiot. I don't care if they're making money from this or not. Like, but there's something there that you don't see in any other sport, really. Yeah, but then and there's still people. There's still people who are cockroaches, I guess. But you're, <laughs> but if you love it, if you love it so much, like there's easy ways to find that. Like that's not very sustainable. You can do you can do that. That's why like most of us back then were like, oh wow, you peak at at 19 and you're and you're done at 25 now yeah. everyone's uh -huh. yeah, yeah all your yeah. 45 year old friends are still posting every day on instagram of them skating because it's just like changed we yeah. talked about we talk about this we talk about this fairly often on the like instagram to me changed like food culture tattooing yeah. and skateboarding maybe the most yeah and i i, I just because i mean i my understanding is like you know back in the day it's like all right yeah i'm gonna skate for basically like a year or more to get this part for my sponsor it's gonna go in the video that comes out and then that's kind of what i do that's kind of like yeah. the whole thing yeah 
and and now is there like a is there sort of like an understanding that to stay relevant you got to be putting clips up pretty often yeah i mean there's kind of there's just like so many different lanes and approaches you can take but but for the most part it's pretty known that you got you the that like putting something out once every year or even three years like it used to be that was normal and like you said it was like that was just like you're doing your job right if you have like a thrasher interview and a video part every three years and fucking do whatever (laughs) else fill your time however you want (laughs) maybe go to like two things throughout the year of like a you know events but mm-hmm. but anyway yeah it's you got to do a lot more now like you got to <laughs> your instagram your instagram is like funny and you like have fun with it and it's cool and i think that like it, it's it's um i don't know i think the approach is like fun and i, I think that that's it's kind of refreshing because i think it can get like super serious you know <laughs> like i think it's like it can yeah. get like yeah. look at me and i think having a little fun with it is is kind of nice and I, I i i wonder i feel like maybe your perspective allowed you to come to that whereas young people probably can't think about it that way they think about it as like part of their job maybe you know yeah yeah i mean it's definitely it's definitely hard um for a bunch of different aged people to get i mean everyone struggles with it right like it's weird to fucking get into that mindset of self-promotion i try i guess i started doing stuff of a different tone tone kind of for that reasons because it felt so soul-sucking to put out stuff of myself all the time but i really like am out there all the time skating and i love it i'm like Mm -hmm. addicted to it so i'm like okay maybe if i'm like offering something else that's that's like i'm I, I'm like yeah. putting my back into it a little bit more than just like here, yeah, here, yeah. <laughs> here I am. Well, you you found a way to tolerate an unnecessary or a necessary evil for a lot of people. You know, shameless self promotion and posting videos of yourself doing a cool thing every day is something that you know most people would consider to be kind of psychopathic behavior yeah and you know it's like oh i'm not i'm not some fucking like weirdo influencer but you you are at the end of the day and and we are too Mm -hmm. uh it's just with a different packaging and it's i'm glad that you had the brain power or just you know whatever it it took to be like you know i'm gonna i have to do this it's good for my career and instead of just whining and complaining about it and being like, oh, TikTok, blah, 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 you know, you found a way that you're like, oh, I have fun doing this the way that I've always lived my life. And it's also good that a lot of people can't do that because then you would be out of a job. Yeah. yeah. So yeah it's no, good I, that everyone is making all these boring ass regular videos <laughs> and, and you're not. The best way to learn a language immersion living where the language is spoken and using it every day but if that's not in the cards this year you can still learn a language the second best way and that's with Babbel. one in five americans uh have learned a new language on their bucket list if that's you make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. chris and i are going to the country of georgia in a month or so and they have a very unique language and i will be using Babbel to try and just get a little bit of action so i can know how to order my uh, cold, my cold brew lattes and things like that in a way uh, that's actually science-based. Don't spend hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Use Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons. They're handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new lingo in as little as three weeks. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com 
slash how long. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash how long, spelled B A B B E L dot com slash how long. Rules and restrictions may apply. Babel. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's just everyone who, who posts their bullshit knows that it's just like a constant struggle. You're like every time, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I try not to overthink it too much these days. But but is the is the the payoff that we have to work a lot harder as as skaters on Instagram? Is is the payoff that we make a lot more money? No, or not <laughs> absolutely. Not. <laughs> uh, let okay. me answer. No. It's, it's let just, me be very. Cl- let me be very clear. Let me be clear. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, that, there are there are like avenues to where you can like make it work as like an old aging skater. You know, like you could you like all of a sudden you're like still in there and that's where I love it, you know, but, but as far as like a one-to-one of how much you're putting in and how much you're getting back, not at all. So what, I guess the, then the question is in 2023, that's the year we're in, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Right. 20. Okay. Yeah. What is the, what does a sponsor actually want from you? Like, what is, what is the, what is the, what are you giving them in return for your, your monetary gain? Mm, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're, <laughs> you're probably, you're probably like, like philosophically, do you mean, or you're talking about literally? No, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is like, obviously they want the connection to you because of your career and what you've done, but it's also like the videos don't work the same. And that used, that felt like the, that used to feel like the job is what it sounds like to me. Yeah. Right now, right now, no one actually knows because <laughs> you, you ask 10 people, you get 10 different answers, but like mm-hmm. for what, for the realm we're kind of in, I would say if I was like, if I, if I was like looking for a kid who's doing it right to me, it would be like somebody's putting out a video part once a year, but they're also doing Instagram, but they're doing it very carefully in a way where they don't come off corny and they're not like Mm -hmm. talking in the camera all the time. (laughs) They're just like posting skate videos and sort of like, (laughs) no offense to anyone's fucking talking into the camera. I'm just saying, (laughs) Everyone's no offense to corny people. No offense to them. <laughs> offense to them. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, like like I said before, it's a good thing that a lot of people are corny at this because it, you need you need the one person like you for all the weirdo kids out there who are you know doodling on their homework and you know thinking like oh I'm not like all these other skater like loser jock bros or whatever. You know it's it's good that you exist out there, but. does the skate industry make less money than it did you know like back in back in your heyday like when you were 20 when you were 19 at the peak of your your body um it's it's is the industry at whole better or worse it's tough to say it got the industry got like a a crazy boom Mm. during covid like everything just fucking like quadrupled overnight damn i thought i I, okay so i wasn't the only guy just wearing palace head to toe for three years (laughs) sick good to know so everyone everyone started a podcast and everyone got a complete in covid is what you're saying yeah yeah they hit they hit ccs for the complete during covid (laughs) and much like some of those dusty ass podcasts that were like two and done there's a bunch of boards in closets somewhere and so it yeah. didn't sustain. Yeah, yeah definitely. It didn't sustain. Definitely. Well, thank, thank God. It's, it's like buying a gift card to a restaurant, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Just exactly. keeping us afloat. Yeah. So it 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 boom it boomed, but it's like I, I think that it it's like anything else. Like I feel like snowboarding is a good example. And snowboarding got so big, 
and now it's like kind of fucked from what i understand like it just can't like skiing became cool again yeah luckily for skateboarding rollerblading will never become cool so you guys are kind of safe <laughs> as far as as far as that goes rollerblading's having a comeback i unfortunately have seen it and i think that those guys need to get made fun of like they did a, com- a comeback to what though you know what i mean yeah <laughs> but you work at baker right like beyond skating like you're like an art director or like a designer yeah so you see both sides you like know the ins and outs from both sides like you're in like you understand like from a financial perspective how things are going yeah and it's good and and so so with all of that like it spiked and then it plateaued and but there's so many companies right now and there's so 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 many like pro skaters because every like you can find out mm-hmm. everyone's got a following. It's like, yeah, you know what I mean? There's just like so many people out there for a kid just getting into it. It's so hard to find it a lane to like make it a living. Yeah. Right yeah, now. Yeah, mm. it's, it's super competitive and there's only so much. Yeah. There's like 513 year old Korean girls who are better at skating than you are right now. The hundred percent. Yeah. Oh my countless. And then there's, and then there's like, <laughs> this get this like huge gap of like people who are making a bunch of money but it's like three people and then the rest mm. is just like down okay so just a metaphor for just life in general just humans on the world in general yeah it, the 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 skater middle class has been destroyed <laughs> and you just have the one percenters out there yes with the nike sb deals. i would love yeah, yeah i would love to hear who the one percenters are but i won't put you in the spot like that but that's my that's who i'm interested in linking with so it's I, me I'll, baby <laughs> you're, like, you're talking you're like, to him in the flesh <laughs> you're like well, welcome to hell bitch it's me <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that I, I guess I see it a lot on Instagram, but also in New York, I feel like it's it's yeah, you know, there's like this new this new skate shop just opened in the East Village. You know, the guy that's he's like making jeans and it's this whole thing. I, I saw it everywhere for a little while. And it's just like, damn, like a guy can open a store in the East Village to sell jeans and beanies in 2023 because skating is that popular. Yeah. You know, it's like it's that that's where we're at, you know. But do you I always, you know, the 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 fashion aspect of it has been co-opted so much by like the real industry that it's it's I feel like it's like the shoes that come out that look like fucking, you know, Osiris and they're yeah, you know, they're thousand dollar shoes. They were ugly the first time. I think it's nice to kind of be have the perspective of like, damn, it's crazy to see this ugly ass shoe is now back, but it's Dior and it's eleven hundred dollars. And it's just I, I can't believe I can't believe watching young people fall for it because I did, too. I'm sure in yeah. some respect, you know, it's just all it's all a circle. It really is. Yeah, it, really it, really, is. it is. And and there's no like on my end, there's no complaints because I um I just see at this point we've seen it happen a bunch of times where it just goes it just goes through these so many times phases. But well, actually, that that reminds or that that makes me want to ask you this question as somebody who's grown up in the industry for a long time, and now you are you're you're sort of on the on the back end business side of it, creating designs and and you know clothes and shoes and decks and stuff like that. What what have you learned over the years that like what's one thing that just never works? Just like a, a, a you know a brown shirt or like whatever it could be. Like, what's one thing that everyone has just tried to do forever and it just never works? It just never sells. I uh, like a specific thing that never sells. 
Eh, I mean, just like in, maybe in your, you know, in your personal history, perhaps. Uh, I mean, well, what first came to mind was like people try, like the one thing that doesn't work is when you figure out the formula and then you don't keep skating and be out in the streets because you just like lose touch of whatever's going on instantly. But as far as like specific things, let me think about it. <laughs> so, so you mean like what, like when people take off, they do really well. And then the only thing they're posting is like, I bought this new car, suck my dick kind of thing. And then everyone's like, well, you're not really the people's champ anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's, it's more, I guess, just like, if someone in the company, if it's a skate company and someone in there isn't on the, on the street skating, then it's just going to, mm -hmm. it's going to fall away so quick. I mean, Jason, the beauty of skateboarding is it all works. I mean, people were wearing a shirt with a cartoon flame on it, you know, for like, <laughs> for the happily wearing a cartoon flame on, you know, people wear wild shit. Like some of the graphics over the years were really, yeah, insane. there's. Yeah, really but Chris, twisted. you 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 bring this up all the time—not all the time, but sometimes—where you 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 say like, "I just know that this won't work. I just know that this won't sell." Yeah. So I'm just wondering, Kevin. We had an argument on this show, Jason and I, because he thought we should make like a a, a baby doll women's style T-shirt, and I was like, mm -hmm. a T-shirt a T-shirt for a female uh, audience. It's sixty forty demographic. Just to let you know, Kevin. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, there's that just won't sell. I'm telling you right now. And we got into a public argument about it. It was all in good fun, of course. And then I received an overwhelming response from the female listenership that agreed with me. They're like, yeah, we, we'll just buy a men's small. Like, I don't need something specifically made for me. And I think Jason still believes that he was right. Well, th that's the thing is there's no way we'll know. If if it's right or wrong, unless we take a unless we take a financial risk, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah, right. you gotta just. Do That's risk right. It. I'm not saying I want to do that, but you know, there's no way of knowing. We get told all the time, like stuff not to make from sales and and that, and like this doesn't sell, and it's just always it. It's always a crapshoot, and if people go and, it, and if you and if you put something out and you hear a bunch of people like. Uh, voicing their demand for like you need to make nine inch boards now and then you make nine inch boards nobody buys them mm -hmm. they're just See? like you can't this listen is, yeah. to anyone no that's a hundred percent you cannot listen what is the what is the new now what is the cool size board now is it is it a regular you know seven and a half with small wheels are we on big wheels what are we what's the what's the move most now? people are on like about eight and a half actually not it's like wider boards, wow so it's so it's pretty wheels. wide okay okay bigger yeah. wheels but it's all over the place. Eight to eight and a half, and then, and then, yeah, like fifty-two to fifty-eight wheels or something. I don't this know. is good. This is this is good data for when I get my new setup because I, I want to, you know, I want to make sure no, I. No, there, cool. there's there's like a whole group of people listening to this right now who are like, <laughs> "What the fuck are they talking about?" And then there's an equally similarly sized group who are just like, "This is the best episode of How Long Gone of all time." They're fucking talking about skate dick wits. This is this is my Coachella. Or the half, no, half of them are like, "What's going on?" The other half are like. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. The skaters, <laughs> the actual skaters. I there don't could know. be part. Of, there could what be. There know? could be part of what that. The fuck do you know, old you, man? Yeah. What do I know? I, I'm old. <laughs> do you still go? Do you still go on trips and shit, or do you keep it pretty local now that you're like a, the dad? I still go on trips, but there's just been a lot less traveling lately. It's been nice. Um, I like traveling, but it's just been yeah. there's there's just overall been a lot less this year. Um, but yeah, I'll go on a couple big trips a year. And, but before pandemic, it was like, um, 
Is that what we're calling it? A pandemic? Sure. Yeah. Before, sure. <laughs> before the fucking all that shit, uh, <laughs> it was like a lot. I was traveling like most of the year. Really? So what is it? So what is the? How does it make you feel to go to go to the like office and shit? This was a decision you obviously made, but like. Is that was that a hard adjustment to make after being kind of a wild boy who never had to do anything he didn't want to do for so long? It's weird as hell. It's also like a decision I didn't try to make. I was like kind of tricked into it. <laughs> but, and then and then I'm like such a accidentally. I still I'm, don't want to do it. Yeah, I'm like, but I'm like a um, I'm fucking like like a do gooder or something like deep down, and I'm like not like. You know, like I'm like a rule follower or something. You're a pe- like, people pleaser, teacher's pet. Yeah, I'm a teacher. I'm a people pleaser in a way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I okay. don't know. Or I'm like just trying to, I'm, a, I'm trying to work hard or something. Like if someone, yeah. or something. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I'm accidentally in there. And to answer your question, it feels weird as fuck. Like I'm like, how, how often are you going to an office? Like how often do you go in? Um, it depends on where we're at in the season, but and like these days, it's just becoming more and more frequent. But sometimes it's four four days a week. And Bro, parts what? Of the season. Bro, you got yeah. a job. You used to be cool. Know, you got a job. A job. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, we got a skate park at the thing, and like, don't make excuses. You're not gonna. Yeah, we have me. kombucha Bro, we on tap. It's actually sick. pretty sick. Super strong <laughs> exactly, Wi-Fi. Exactly. I don't like this because I'm actually in denial, so I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> like, this is all fun and games, but it is hitting close to home. Actually, mm-hmm. no. I mean, I think it's. I think you're able. I mean, obviously, they knew you going into it when they force you into this indentured servitude so <laughs> they kind of knew what they were getting yeah. and th- and they wanted what you got and they you know you're going to make this role exactly however you want it to be and you know you're you're working for baker you're not working for jp morgan there you can kind of get a little loosey-goosey with it right yeah i mean i fucking i actually love it it's like i get to doodle shit and put it on boards and we have nobody we have nobody to answer to so it's like and i've i've written yeah for baker for i've been pro for baker for 20 years so wow. it's like the dream place to land also like if i've got to go skate like no one's gonna be like yeah. all these fucking hats are due like it's <laughs> chill <laughs> all these hats are due well how, how much longer until ai takes your doodling job <laughs> <laughs> till ai takes it <laughs> yeah <laughs> or have you already started using ai with with your illustrations and artwork no i don't i mean i'm sure they have already done this but they're gonna have to teach ai how to draw shitty <laughs> you're like my <laughs> my, my, my certain brand of shittiness is very dialed and it's gonna take a lot of machine yeah. learning to kind of iron that out job security for how shitty your artwork is is what you're saying yeah did this start because you obviously were like designing your own boards and then it just turned into like let me do i'm doing more and more and more yeah it was kind of like yeah it was exactly i was just designing boards and then andrew reynolds was like he's yeah. he's the owner of baker and he just asked me if i could some somebody left and then he was like could you come in and just like one like once every like when the season's yeah. coming around like just make sure stuff doesn't suck like offer your yeah. sort of and then I just had, had an office job the next day. <laughs> the next day, that's they, how they get you. They gave you they gave you a little a, a thing with your name on it on the door. They're like, all right, here's your office. We got you a laptop. Like, here's the password. Here's a coffee. So mug. the dental plan, the, the PPO on that one is you're gonna <laughs> yeah. need to sign here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty. I, I I we've talked about that. We talked about this with with um 
Jerry when Jerry was on the show. But like, I think the other thing about skateboarding that's so impressive to me is that like a lot of the most popular brands are owned by the skaters themselves. And I can't think of any other like any other industry that has that setup, you know, like you're, you're literally, your boss is Andrew Reynolds. That's really the, that's really what's going on. Yeah. Right. You guys, you guys don't have like a board of trustees like Supreme does or something. <laughs> yeah. There's no VF. Corp no, over yeah. There. Nobody is. It's, it's, it, it, there's no corporate structure or anything. It's not, it's pretty, it's pretty loose. Great. It's fun. I mean, once you scale too far, you lose the sauce. Yeah, you lose the sauce. But no, I, I love that you've. I love that you've figured out. I love that that this responsibility. You're in denial, but you go every day and you love it. That sounds. That would happen to me too. I think. I think <laughs> I could see myself being like, wait a second. <laughs> I also have like a three year old kid, and I just like have been such a loser for my whole life that I'm like, I just forget. You know, I see, I like go to a restaurant and see somebody. I'm like, oh, sorry, sir. Like, and like that kid's like. 10 years younger than me. I just like haven't figured out. <laughs> and I'm like, so you're calling teenagers, sir, still. Yeah. And I, and I'm like, I'll attend to all of my responsibilities with my child and my job and stuff. I just have not yeah. figured. I haven't like done the switch over in my, in my, uh, the way I look at myself. Yeah. I think that's something that you, you think about when you get older and you have a vision of what adult are, you know, when they're in their forties or fifties or whatever. And then when you're, you know, in your forties and you're like, Oh, everyone is at least now is still just like a giant grown up baby. You know, everyone is, has, has having a child. Like, are you, is it expanded your, your kind of friend group? Are you forced to hang out with like guys you would never people? meet? Yeah. Shittier people. Cause they have a kid too. And your kids get along. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I, but I'm kind of into Next it. Next question. I'm kind of into it though. Yeah, I like because you're expanding your horizons. You're like, oh, this guy's cool. He he's a movie producer. He seems cool. Yeah, a lot of that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just. I feel like you're just gonna keep going, and and I, I'm sort of experiencing some things in my life. Um, the way that you've been talking about him of like you know kind of growing up, not a loser, but you know not a full complete person, and then later on in life, some things switch over. You get married, you have a kid, or whatever. And then you were like, oh, I need to start making up for lost time maybe or like going into turbo turbo mode. And when you're doing that, you're not you're not stopping to say no to some things and you're you, maybe you, you don't have work boundaries set just quite yet. Mm. So get those boundaries set up or, or just don't. And then you'll be like president in 20 years or something. Yeah, if you keep yeah, going I, is what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're just going to keep falling. You're like, I met this guy at the playground. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you're going to like you're going to live like t to an annoying age. I feel like, <laughs> like you're going to you're going to be like you're not going to be skating at 109, but you're still going to be like filming. Maybe Do a lot of your homies that have have your peers that you like grew up skating with have they all kind of like gotten it together for the most part or did you did you lose a few along the way to just kind of like these guys are never gonna never gonna grow up i gotta kind of drop the weight no most of them were sober when i met them and like gotten really like, yeah i don't know you know because you were like sick because you were like 16 and they were like 25 yeah and and then yeah oh but a little of both you know like, uh, but I, I can't think of many homies that I've lost, uh, but I don't mean like, lost. Like I don't mean, connection with. I don't mean lost. Like they died. I mean, lost like, oh, no, 
you, would you, I lost <laughs> a lot of homies, you know, but uh, yeah, I know what you're you got to cut them off. Like it just, you know, where you're like, this is just not going to work for me. You know, like as, as we get older, it's like, I think we've just, there's not much commonality here anymore. Most, most people who, like who kind of were in our friend group either. Yeah. They've kind of just got sober because it's like, <laughs> not. <laughs> it's they like, either, they either got sober or died. Yeah. Yeah. It, really like it does. It sounds like some dumb shit that like some, some fucking, um, sunset strip documentary, but, but it is kind of <laughs> like you got sober, you died or, you know, figured something out. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people exercising a whole lot of moderation. No, that's a, I mean, that's, that's, sure. that's very true. But I, I think that that's, I mean, look, as lo- most people, I feel like most people have made it in, in my life too. Like, I think most people kind of figure it out, but yeah. I, I do think that there's like a, there's such a possibility to be like a Peter Pan, you know, in today's world, especially I feel like more so in New York than LA for some reason, but you can kind of get away with it late, late into your life. Yeah. And nobody, especially if you're making any sort of money, people don't care. Yeah, it, you're like it's totally normal to be like, I'm 45. I have a 22 year old girlfriend. I'm drunk every night. Like it's all good. People yeah. let you get away with that. <laughs> it does seem a little harder in LA though because you have to be so deliberate and drive and do all these things. Where yeah. in New York, it's like easy to for that all to be right there and just go and for. Did you did you ever live here? No, I I I dated my girls who lived there <laughs> and so i would be there for <laughs> months on an end and never but i always i always had a place here but i lived i was there more than i was here for for a while you were a fly-in yeah i was a fly-in yeah, man. we've all been there but I, but i was there i was there like i would like stay the whole winter you know i'd be like oh this is great you can't skate and you can just like <laughs> go to the bar all day <laughs> it's snowy damn i could i could go that's that's okay so that's that's when you know it's bad. It's like my job is to skate. I moved to New York during the winter, so I didn't yeah. have this to so skate. Sick, I don't have to skate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like sorry, it's snowing. There's nothing I can do, bro. It's just, this is what it is. Man. The only thing I could do is probably just coke at Max Fish. I <laughs> yeah, don't know. That's probably the only thing yeah. I, I could uh, on my calendar. I don't have yeah. anything to do. I, I think yeah. that. I mean. New York in the winter is, uh, by choice, is pretty amazing. That says a lot about your state of mind at the time. <laughs> yeah. I like to party. <laughs> <laughs> last, last question. We ask some people this, um, depending on if they have a partying past. Um, top three prescription pills of all time. Oh, okay. I think. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wasn't like a super a pain pill head because I knew that would just go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say probably Adderall was pretty cool. Cause I'm full blown, like am a, one of those adult with ADD people. So yes. I just like get, get quiet and like, <laughs> be like, Oh shit. And get stuff done. Um, <laughs> Which is also kind of lame, so I don't know. Like, <laughs> I never yeah, understood. I never understood when people were like using Adderall in place of Coke. I was always like, "What? Like, I, that, I Adderall's? Not, I don't know. I just I know it's supposed to be the same, but there's no way it's the same. It just depends on how your brain works. Sure, it's, it, it makes some people quiet and focused, and then you do so much work that you're not cool anymore. Yeah, <laughs> and then some people are like, "Wow, I feel so fucking sick." Yeah. Okay, Addies. Okay, we're in upper upper zone. Okay, and then. And then, yeah, probably Xanax. And then, mm-hmm. um, 
Don't sound so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> everyone sounds disappointed when they say Xanax. Yeah. Because everyone knows. That's not that cool either. I mean, no, sh- no shade. <laughs> no, sh- no, no shade to Xanax. Because I'm thinking about the things that were like stabilizing me uh, accidentally, and that's not fun. I was like about oblivion. Oh, I see. You, you, you see. You, Ch- I want chaos. Okay. I yeah, that part of it I didn't under. I mean, that never appealed to me. Like that is not. I want to take ten oxycon and sit on the couch and feel amazing. I don't want to be like. I don't want like a guy like. I read about you. I remember you getting lit on fire. I'm like, I don't want that happening to me. Like, that's just not what I'm. <laughs> that's not really my vibe. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, I guess that's why I didn't see you at the same parties. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that you're low key calling me a pussy for not getting lit on fire. <laughs> hey, to each their own. <laughs> One of your boys never lit you on fire. All right, dude. Whatever. Uh, yeah, th- that's a. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, Xanax and Adderall are two of the. I mean, those are probably the. I, I feel like those might be the number ones of Chocolate all time. Chocolate and vanilla at pills. This point. Okay, well, number three, we got a we got a curveball. Was the sleep one that makes you kind of hallucinate if you don't go to sleep? Ambien. Ambien. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Oh yeah. That one. I wasn't good at procuring pills be, or or drugs in general. I was like a drinker, but like, well, I wasn't saying no either. But I was like. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm not like I'm not gonna um, put these logos on my NASCAR with. But <laughs> I like I like drinking. It's old okay. school. You know, it's kind of it's yeah. It, I was old school. It's kind of it's kind of refreshing to just belly up to the bar and stay there till they close. I just don't. Yeah, bars are just were always a little too dirty for me. You know, sounds like you wanted to lay on the floor. Oh yeah, <laughs> real dirty, real big dirty. floor guy. How often? Yeah. How often were you taking your shirt off in public after hours? I don't know. Not, but yeah, it was happening. I was okay. Okay. No, okay, okay. That's, I just, yeah, I feel like, like a, it wasn't not happening. Not like, uh, I wasn't like doing, like, I do have friends who get into full, uh, still get into full, like, frat mode, but I wasn't really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was always something that. that was so strange to me. I was like, I don't, I'm good. Like, we're in public. Everybody relax. Like, let's, let's take it down a notch. No, I was sophisticated. I just like try and say <laughs> something witty. Now, someone wouldn't understand me and then I fall on the floor and fall asleep <laughs> in the bottom of it. <laughs> underneath the bar like not that's not being um hyperbolic i just would fall asleep there. like that you like you you were a floor guy i was a floor guy i was a booze sponge <laughs> all right kevin thank you for joining kevin kevin spanky booze booze sponge long thank you for joining us um no uh, it was a pleasure and um uh we've been watching you skate for a long time so i'm glad that you're still still able to do it yeah thanks yeah, man. well uh i, I thanks gave for having me i gave whitmer a shout out in the intro but it's nice that you let kind of i said it was like a make a wish foundation thing you know where you let kind of like <laughs> a non-professional kind of hang out with you guys but is it because he brings oh. he brings like comic relief to the table so it's worth it or is there something or is he more of a filmer he drives. Yeah, he drives. He drives. <laughs> no. No, it's just my buddy. I don't know. He's just like, you know. Man, we love Whitmer. That's my Whit's one of the best of all time. I I can't I can't His... get enough. I totally get it. But I just I I thought that was funny cuz I see him out there with you guys <laughs> doing his little tricks, you know. Chris, you're very jealous sounding. <laughs> yeah. He listens he listens <laughs> to all my stories. Uh thank you Kevin. Uh we'll uh we'll talk to you soon, bro. Yeah, thanks guys. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Later. See you in Glendale. Oh, yeah, bro.